Welcome in. Yes, those listeners to uh, Corbett's today, viewers actually noticed that I resemble a stand-up comedian. Probably good for this podcast. I'm working with a new audio interface. Never knew being a podcast host was this uh, you know expensive and non-paying for the moment. Austin Platts, Brennan Duarte, I'm Dylan Corbett. We are hooked up here with the soundboard. I'm the only one pouring a drink. Um but we got the crew here, and we got a great episode for you. Uh, how you guys doing? We're prepping for... How about the Super Bowl? You guys doing a get-together this weekend? Everyone probably wants us to have a party, but... You feel how... I'm, I'm refusing. I'm saying what? no. Someone else is throwing the party this year. Wow. You guys got the setup, though. And no, that's not Dwight Schrute in the top left corner video audience. Trust me, I'm well aware we have the perfect setup. <laughs> this the two hours we just spent cleaning resembles it dude i feel that you guys got to be sick of that brendan do you share the same thoughts yeah people love coming here and being like oh don't worry i'll stick around tomorrow and help i think, clean I, up. I think i've it, done this it before. never happens it never ever happens <laughs> no, i literally i feel like a pledge again i'm not kidding every week i just i might be cleaning more here than i was as a pledge that's tough. Every I, time we clean, we're like, this literally smells like Pike, like our old fraternity house. It's it, it's just disgusting. Well, you guys are about to turn over a new leaf, right? Brendan, you, have you any update on your new property investment? Uh, Austin, when's your send update to Texas? Uh, mine's still fluid. It's I got moving parts, but next few months. Okay, Brendan. Yeah, and, and I close February 25th, so we got about... 24 days as of the recording of this podcast. Yeah, there's nothing like a good close. You got to sign that paperwork. Um, okay, let's begin with um, so a little numbers talk for you. Yes, uh, February 1st. So I've been officially doing this, what, uh, October, November, December, January. Now the numbers only come out like it takes a month for them to register. So December's just came in. Month over month. And did you guys see this? That Colin Coward just came out and is doing his own podcast network. Like people realize where the money is. Dan Levitard just started his own podcast media company. Digital audio. You, your device downloading us. You listening to us. You supporting the podcast. People want to occupy that space. You know what I'm talking about? Advertisers want to do that. Um, so that's why I wanted to do this. I'm passionate about talking to people. I'm passionate about a variety of topics and uh, month over month listens. We started at uh, what was it? 1200 for the month of October. So that's basically what I'm doing with the podcast network. And you guys know this by now is menu options. If you just like winging it, great support Dylan Corbett on your, you know, you know Spotify on Apple podcasts. Um, but, you know, listening is totally optional. That's the best part about it. You know, you could always listen to your favorite podcasts, tune out the other stuff if you're not that into sports, vice versa. And we do have that crossover. And uh, yeah, did you guys? And so I'm still trying to get this finance podcast in the works. Uh, what do you guys think of core trades? Uh, it didn't really hit well. 
it takes a minute and then it grows on you. Doesn't have the same ring to it as Corbett's. I think we could come up with a better name than that. All right, we'll workshop that by the end of this. But basically, we had 1,200 the first month in October, and that was right when we started winging it, basically, which has been a huge success, right? Top episodes of all time. There was an episode of Corbett's when Doug Cicerelli was 5-0 and the next day. 200 people tuned in. Uh, winging it episode one, 130-something. Winging episode two, 110. Um, so we do appreciate the listeners. And month over month, it's been growing, which is awesome. You know, from 1,200 to 1,800 in November. Numbers just came in for December. We hit 2K. You know, is it reasonable to think we can hit uh, 4K per month in three months? You know, you just got to set goals like that. I, we started this podcast by kind of saying we'd have an advertiser by episode 50. Uh, we're closing in on it. What is this, episode 14? My God, but, you know, that, you keep the growth. Remember that one episode when you're like, all right, I'm making my goal to get Michelob Ultra to sponsor us. You're like, I'm going to do it every single podcast, and you did it one time. Yeah, those fuckers, that's why I switched to Bud Light here. Um, no, but, and it's funny because... You got to think about it. Just like people that would want to funny sponsors, like you always hear DraftKings, uh, you know, Manscaped, stuff like that. But we do appreciate the listener audience. So basically what you do and we'll get we'll jump into stock, you know, talk with this. What we're doing is we're trying to game the system. We obviously want to put entertaining content out there. And those of you that are listening to this right now realize that and understand that and appreciate that. Um, but we're trying to crack the top 200 rankings, you know, and that's what you have to do subscribe, rate, review. If you haven't dropped a review yet, please do. If you're listening to this, if you enjoy the podcast, just write, I enjoy this podcast. That's it. That's how you game the system to where the internet, you're seeing the power of the internet on uh, the stock market. It's the power of the internet too to conquer the digital audio space. And that's what we're hoping to do, create an army of you guys and enjoy entertaining comment. Like this is the most, uh, you know, probably popular podcast that you know, right? By somebody that does it together. So, uh, Brennan Duarte, Austin Platts. Here's what we're going to do for you. We have a great Instagram crowd. We're going to clip up something funny from this episode. Best comment from that will get a $100 Amazon gift card. That's right. Still in the works, but something we want to do to give back to the listener. Continue um, continue to grow the audience and continue to, you know, take over the digital audio space as I spit into the mic a little too many times. Thank you, Austin, for the producing behind the scenes. Um, but what do you guys think about that? We'll do a giveaway for the listener. You know, a lot of people enjoy this podcast and we like to have fun. The three of us. Didn't we agree on best roast or not just comment? We want to get roasted. Like, yeah, we want you guys to comment on it and roast us. And the one that makes us laugh the hardest is the one that's going to get the prize. Also, you must be following the account uh, to be eligible. Nice ad. So shoot us a follow. That's where many of our clips usually end up is on Instagram. Uh, shoot it a follow. Comment your best roast of one of our hosts, like how I spit all over the mic that entire 10-minute rant I just had. Uh, okay, but basically, again, subscribe, rate, review. Let's go to the moon together on the stock market and here in digital audio. All right, enough blabber out of me. Austin, how will we remember last week, January 27th, my brother's birthday, incidentally? Uh, just a crazy day for the stock market and a crazy day for like us millennials. Dude, I don't even like thinking about it because it gets me so riled up. It was the most corrupt day 
in the history of America. I've tweeted about it probably like 10 times. If you follow my Twitter, you're probably like, all right, this guy needs to chill. But everybody knows Robinhood, the main platform that all millennials trade on, wouldn't let you trade or wouldn't let you buy all these meme stocks, so they call them. They'd only let you sell them. And for anybody that knows why you know stocks go up and down, the more you buy, the more it goes up. The more you sell, the more it goes down. So obviously they knew it was going to go down. Within like 30 seconds of the market opening, it dropped like se- all these stocks dropped 70% or something crazy. It's brutal. And I went from doubling my portfolio to being down $1,000 in the matter of 30 seconds. Yeah. And for people who kind of don't know what's going on, to put it into easy terms, basically there's a lot of rich billionaires who needed the price of specific stocks to go down, like GameStop. These companies were going to go out of business, which probably was a good bet. But basically the internet said, no, fuck you guys. And banded together and say, no, we're not going to let them go bankrupt. And they showed how you can manipulate manipulate the system, which is what Wall Street had been doing for so long. Right. And more or less, these billionaires needed these companies to go bankrupt in order for them to make money. They were just and that's they basically these billionaires paid Robinhood to, to make it so you couldn't buy the stock because they didn't want the stock price to go up. They just totally unprecedented in a free market. They took away that they only allowed you to sell which, you know, you're seeing the shit tank. You're seeing the money you put in, which, again, we have to stress, put in your gambling money, put in your disc- discretionary inc- income. You know, nothing we say here is investment advice in any way, but you're seeing your money tank and then you only see the option of sell like in, in a free market. It should be no. Wait, what? So Robinhood literally showed that it was not for the everyday trader. They're a hedge fund in disguise. They got paid. And you're seeing the you know, the suits, so to speak, they run the media too. That's why you're seeing certain pieces come out like, is this the end of GameStop? How to know? You know, like it's all just puff pieces trying to, you know, stimulate the mind. It's basically propaganda. Um, but you got out, Austin, which um, you know, it's a ride, it's stressful. But I think everyone, because I still have people texting me today. Hey, should I get on AMC? Like people are still so late. We were in on this on fucking Tuesday. Well, it's so funny because last week when we were talking about stocks, I was like pretty unaware of all this until the next day when Aaron told me all about it. And I felt like an idiot. I was like, oh, you know, all of us are going to band together and fuck the suits. So they call them. And fucking Robin Hood, dude, I swear I am making my life mission to destroy that company. The thing that makes me the most pissed is that all these billionaires, you know, they were shorting it and they caused GameStop to drop all the way down to 160 when it was, or 120 when it was at like 350. And all the billionaires got their money back. Mm-hmm. And while it was down, we couldn't double down because we couldn't buy on the app. So right. then the billionaires got were probably buying all the shares on different platforms so even when the stock goes back up people are going to be like oh we're, we're doing it again you know we're beating them but in reality they got all their money back and they're probably making even more and did you see the snarkery they pulled today with uh floating out hey everyone's going to silver 
uh, and silver shot up like 18 to 24 percent, which is not only helping out the hedge funds, but also they own silver. They own the silver that can be traded on Robinhood. It's something fucking crazy like that. Um, yeah, everyone's a fucking, you know, bitch out here to get money. I dude, I remember when I was calling you, first of all, I want to describe what this day was like. <laughs> I mean, it was like Austin took the day off from work. Okay. Uh, and we are just like every three or four hours calling each other. And Brendan, I mean, we finally got to get an answer to this. Austin, did I not call you at two 30 and say, bro, which I regret in the, I thought we should have sold. You eventually did sell, but that was the day when, like, we fucking skyrocketed. Dude, the day, yeah, I took off work. I woke up at 4 a.m. to to buy these stocks pre-market, and I don't remember you saying we should sell, but right. we were up. I was literally up over double my portfolio no. before I went to bed, when and then I woke up and just got fucked. Literally just got my money stolen out of my pocket. I... Yeah. I made my Twitter bio. I was so pissed. I made my Twitter bio. If you still use Robin Hood, we can't be friends, which and I stand by. Because and of that, I just switched. I, I'm now in the process five to seven fucking business days uh, transferring over to Charles Schwab. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, switching platforms is a pain in the ass, but I'm out of Robin Hood and all these fucking kids are buying Dogecoin. And Dogecoin is so fucking stupid. You can only buy it on Robinhood. And so anybody that talks about Dogecoin or owns Dogecoin, don't fucking talk to me because you're wow. a fraud. You're a fraud. Really? And yeah, that's all. Well, I thank you for that. I have 4,600 uh, Doges. But uh, Brendan, anyway. I was going to ask Dylan, you have Dogecoin and you're transferring to Schwab. <laughs> yeah. So they, I might they let you, do they let you transfer the Dogecoin to, to Schwab or what do you have to do with that? I don't know, dude. Schwab is starting to fucking sketch me out. I saw like one email. It's like, yes, we are starting your transfer. And I'm not seeing shit on Robin Hood's end, you know, like, so this shit's scaring me a little bit. All right. Visual audience, a little portfolio show. Yeah. A little flex on them. How about that? Uh, sitting on my ass up a casual 15 hundy today. Um, yeah, so I'm still in on I'm still in on these stocks. I'm holding. Uh, th I think that crazy day on GameStop, uh, I bought the dip and made 80 bucks and just sold immediately. I was like, get me the fuck out of here. AMC, I'm still riding deep. I think the funniest part of that day was when one of our buddies, Brad Burt, hits us with, dude, we should buy Trivago. <laughs> Hotel Trivago, like the the travel company. Hotel Trivago. Yes, dude. It was like three bucks, and then like Brad's texting us every ten minutes. He goes, "Yeah, I don't think we should have bought Trivago as it fucking dumps eighty cents." You've pronounced Trivago like three different times in the past thirty seconds. You just called it Trivago before that. You called it Trivago. <laughs> I mean, sorry. Um. Uh, yeah, and I'm also have spittle all over my microphone. But Brendan, so you work in finance. How did you view that? Sorry, Austin, I cut you off too. I mean, the whole situation is the craziest fucking thing we've probably I mean, one of the craziest things we've been alive for in the stock market. A bunch of people, a bunch of basically angry nerds on Reddit just shooting up the price of stocks. It was like a it was like a war between these nerds and the people who work on Wall Street. Well, and I think broader, and maybe this is an insane statement. Maybe it's a hot take. Uh, uh, what was that? But this just proves 
why college is just so overrated. I mean, you can learn anything on fucking line. And I'm not saying I've learned this, but, you know, if you read and you follow enough shit, you could teach yourself anything if you practice it. You know, I, I think and you mentioned it's the craziest thing of our lifetime. Just think about how dumb we were in high school. We didn't know what the fuck was going on in the world. You know, like back in 08, it's just crazy how much more they always say, you know, wiser by age. And, you know, Jesus, I just feel so stupid thinking back on how I viewed the world as little as five years ago. No, you're definitely right. Um, I have to tell the story about Brad, though. Brad didn't work till 4 p.m. that same day. So the night before, I was like, dude, download Robinhood. And he ne- he never looked at a stock chart in his entire life. He didn't even know what ticker symbols were. But he's like, all right, I'm all in. He puts in like, I don't know, 500 bucks. It's 8 a.m. the next morning. And he buys AMC at the highest possible the highest possible tick you can get it at. 25, I think he bought it at. Literally, when you look at the chart, he's like, yep, that's me at the very top. I think it's like 10. <laughs> and, and then he bought BlackBerry and um, he wrote it out for a few hours. <laughs> he went to sell it and it kept going down. He couldn't figure out how to sell it. <laughs> and he ended up making two cents on it. Bro, you guys, come on. At least you didn't lose money. And then an hour later, he ends up buying a, buying BlackBerry again for a higher price because he was so addicted. Went back up. Uh, Brendan, are you still in it? Uh, maybe you can't disclose this. I, I've got a buddy, too. Are you a suit? I mean, are you a suit? Because I got a buddy who literally works for a hedge fund. Uh, I don't work for a hedge fund, no. I'm not a, I'm not a quote-unquote suit. Yeah, that was the only thing I had for you. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. But I mean, I had to get out. I had call options, which were expiring yeah. soon. And Robinhood fucked us. If if they would have let us trade, we could have taken taken over. But it's just so fucked up. And if you use Robinhood or have Dogecoin, including you, Dylan, don't ever talk to me again. What the fuck, man? Um, yeah. Anyway, so again, the the stock market's crazy. Finance spot in the works. Maybe you know it's roast us in the comment. Maybe slip in a name you think that would be good for core trades. Uh, it's growing on you guys, isn't it? Uh, but that's coming up soon. Uh, and again, we'll give away a hundred dollar Amazon gift card. Must be following us on Instagram. It's at Winging at eighteen again. Inexplicably, we have no idea. I just threw the eighteen on the end because it was available. Um, okay, so here's a good here's a good opportunity to roast me i think it was my first year in college when i dipped into broadcasting i kind of got comfortable in front of a camera in front of a microphone you know i think my audience now might be a little bigger than the the, like the people who are listening to minor league baseball radio you know in peoria but that was my big break you know but it's commercial radio like you're on the air um i once told brendan i would be famous back when i was 19 how's that going uh, I mean, it's all right. I'm 26. I'm still, you know, by by pro athlete, uh, you know, kind of measurements. I'm not even in the prime of my career. Right. Brandon, do you remember this? I vividly remember a drunken 19 year old night like my first year of college. Uh, and yeah, still working on it, but feel on the right track. How about that? I do remember it. And one thing I, I will say, you know, you definitely are on the right track here. Like you said, we're gaining gaining listeners by the month. 
one thing I will say is with all my college friends who may have not met you before, they always ask, yo, who's that, who's that kid on the podcast that's got the, the, the perfect radio voice? Um, you definitely do have a, a perfect radio voice. So I think this avenue is definitely your best shot for getting famous. And I love people. I, I love like being in the know, you know, just cutting it up like a couple of menches. You know, I believe me, I'm a, I'm a fair share of my introvert. I like my time where I can just game, you know, kind of just be alone with my thoughts because uh, I entertain myself a little bit. But yeah, it's just like, yeah, again, by voice, I guess, which is a blessing from God. You know, it's like uh, I have to use this and this is all I've known is sports. And I don't know. It's kind of like, uh I think my brother, my brother just quit his job. He's like, Jesus Christ, he's an environmental guy. Like, that's a tough field. You know, he's kind of finding his his own way. And I guess the larger point of that is now's the time to find your own way. Right. Austin, you've had an epiphany. You're starting to pick things up and, you know, start a new life. Yeah. You know, Dylan, you do kind of remind me of a young Dave Portnoy. Ask, you know what I mean? When did he start? Because uh, I followed his story. Yeah, he's right when he got out of college, he, was, he had a bunch of money saved up for grad school and he decided to buy newspaper stands instead and start yeah. his own business. And he was cleaning shit out of newspaper stalls. Uh, yeah. believe me, I know it's it's crazy. It's, um, you know, you say he's a mentor. I, you know, as a business mind and how he's grown as a brand, I don't think there's anyone else. Uh, all, all with his voice. Yeah. And, and his personality. He's literally my idol. I mean, everything he says. I agree with, but I mean, I've tried to become famous multiple ways. I started that YouTube got like five episodes in realized the most close in terms of TikTok followers. How about that? I'm up to like, is it safe to say that I'm the most famous in here? Uh, That might be. I mean, have you ever been on in Rapid City, South Dakota? And I didn't even, I think the key to this is just don't try because I've never tried to be famous like you guys, but well, you're a funny dude. Yeah. Uh, I'm totally kidding. Also, I think you are the most famous. I mean, not as famous as that girl twerking on my TikTok with three million views now. Um, But I, I I quickly learned that editing videos takes longer than I expected. And it's just a pain in the ass. It takes up most of my day. Um, But yeah, I was going to say, it's going to take forever to cut this up. Well, I guess we don't really cut it up. You just kind of, I would literally um, we're going to have a funny moment here as I run upstairs to get my charger and you guys filibuster while we still record. Um, but yeah, what so like, what I need is I, uh, my Mac will sleep soon. Um, yeah. Like I need someone to just, and actually this talk, this conference call I had the other day, someone suggested, uh, I forget what it was called, but it's like, uh, some website where you could just find cheap people like in college that are looking for shit to do Fiverr. up work. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I just have to take a look at it. Okay. You guys get your first uh, segment, throw it away. Here we go. Who wants it? Well, I'll just continue. Um, I quickly learned that I don't really give a fuck about being famous. Like at all. I really just care about getting rich because I'm obsessed with money. And I think anybody is, but I feel like in the 20s is really your time to to try to raise your portfolio, you know, Vernon? I mean, yeah, I'd much rather be rich than I would be famous because, I mean, you can be famous, but 
Like, if you don't make any money, it's not going to mean shit. Like yeah, that. you know those questions like, would you rather be rich or famous? It's like, well, 9% of famous people are rich too. So unless you're like that dude named Beats or whatever his name is, the, the short... <laughs> I, he's not rich, but he's <laughs> Wait, famous. who? <laughs> All right, guy, well, oh, you don't know what I'm talking about. He's like, we okay. killed that. Did not. you kill that? <laughs> Brennan seemed to have trouble following what you were saying or who you were talking about. <laughs> um, no, we're, we're good. All right. If you go north, you'll eventually go south. If you go west, you'll never go east. This had my mind in a pretzel. Uh, oh, I also didn't. We kind of touched on this. I didn't realize I wrote this. College is a scam. Okay, we knocked that out already. Uh, but what's up with the directional here? Geogra- <laughs> geography. What's going on? How high were you when you wrote that? Uh, <laughs> you know, I played the fifth. No, I wrote that. <laughs> I, uh. I saw it online, or I don't know where I saw it. But yeah, if you go north, you'll eventually go south. But if you go east, you'll never go west. How the fuck does that make sense? It just blew my mind. It doesn't. You eventually uh, will go west, though, if you use the same logic. All right. It's if you end up east. No, uh, you just keep, you keep going east. But once you hit the North Pole, you'll you'll then go south. Right. You'll start heading south. So yeah. Oh, that is weird. You'll just always be. Wow. So you kind of like go over Well, you know, some people believe the earth is flat, so we have to pay respect. Also, people that believe the earth is flat, it's like you can just fly a plane in a circle and end up where you were. You know what I mean? Not Yeah. Like, right. There's actually a really good documentary on Netflix. It's like I might check it out tonight. I'm listening. It's like all about flat earthers and like how many fucking flat earthers there are like famous people. And it's like really interesting to watch, but like you definitely get dumber as you watch it. Off this topic, um, one thing that pisses me off, and this is mainly older people, when you like ask directions for somewhere, they're like, oh, yeah, you're just going to drive north for three miles and then you're going to take the east exit. Fuck that. Could you? Im- I, I don't have a compass with me. Could you imagine life when you needed a compass? Like my dad's a big map guy. When we were road tripping, uh, you know, when I was a kid, he's pulling out the fucking maps. Brennan, I know you're not a big road trip guy, are you? Or maybe that's changed since high school, but I'm I love too, road trip. I'm, the thing is, I'm too tall for cars. Really? So you have it, a small guy car. Mm, I, I, I got a good amount well, of this kind of room. Yeah. But, but it's I mean, even planes, it sucks to sit on, but at least you're in a plane, you're there in there like a tenth of the time that you would be in a car. So road trips, I mean, it's fun being with your friends, but after like two hours, my legs are just shot. Um, Do you guys have a best fast food place? Kind of going off of uh, regional. I know that's different. We were talking about In-N-Out, Whataburger, et cetera, last week. What's something that you can't resist uh, if it's there? I in and outs going to be huge. I'm trying to think of some other ones, but I'm kind of blanking. This is pretty cl- cliche, but I love Chick Fil A, and I, you know, obviously everybody wants it the most on Sundays. And that started from the south, right? And now it's pretty like pretty much everywhere. I love Chick Fil A too. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Culver's is huge. That's a big Midwest thing. 
very on un- Culver's is underrated. I said that last podcast um, cliche as well. I mean, I would have to say probably McDonald's is my favorite fast food. One thing I will say that I get shit on a lot for is I'm a big white castle guy. I love white castle, but a lot of people don't agree with me, but I love just ordering a crave case with like two other people and just smacking some sliders. Have you guys had Zaxby's? That's pretty fire. That's I only remember, uh, you know, that's what everyone gets heading out of spring break out of Florida. I feel like we talk about fast food like every week, but um, this is funny. One time Brendan realized that he had a credit card on his DoorDash. I think we ordered White Castle for like three months straight every single weekend. Yeah, there was a I probably shouldn't even tell this story. There was a random credit card on my DoorDash app. And I had no clue whose it was. And it got to the point where we would order. We ordered IHOP one night at like 2 a.m. We ordered like $110 worth of IHOP for like seven people charged on this random credit card. And after that, I, I felt too guilty and finally deleted it. But we had some good times with that credit card. Thank you to whoever that was. You just have like no idea after like an escapade in Mizzou a night of drinking. No, it was after I graduated. Um, I have people in mind who I think it could be. I uh, hope you don't listen to this podcast because you might now realize that I was the one late night ordering hundreds of dollars of Uber or DoorDash on your credit card. Brennan, your facial hair, hair looks so real. Doesn't I, it, Dylan? That is like you literally have. Are you in your room? You have like a perfect green screen. <laughs> I'm. It's these Zoom effects. They're getting crazy. Um. Speaking of other good ideas, Drew decided it would be a good idea to throw a baseball around in his room and broke his TV. Yeah, so we had some people over this Saturday night, and at one point, Drew came up to me. He's like, can I ask you something? I was like, what? He's like, you're going to be mad. I was like, what? He's like, can I borrow your TV? I was like, what? He was like, yeah, uh, me and some people were throwing a baseball around in my room. And my TV got broken. I need to borrow yours. Um, if you don't this, know, his room is about, I don't know, what would you say, Austin? 10 by 10 feet? Office or something. It's um, 10 by 15 or something. Yeah. But he said the same shit to me. He goes, dude, come in here. And I go in there and there's seven holes in the wall. He goes, and someone just... TV. Someone threw baseballs in my wall. And I was like, what the literal fuck? And his TV was smashed. And I was like, all right, who the fuck was this? We're going to find out who this was. He goes, oh, I'm just kidding. It was me. <laughs> who the fuck throws baseballs in your wall? All right, we might have to. Is he home? We might have to get him on for the second half of this podcast. Yet. We He's also not home. We got an exciting segment coming up. What was it? It was 60 Seconds of Tea with Jack D. That was a great name. Yeah. Uh, that's coming up. So we'll play that live for you here at the uh, beginning of our obligatory break because i still don't know how to get zoom premium even though i have it why do old men love being naked in the locker room Dude, this was the most truest fucking stupid I, i've ever seen in my fucking life i put, I put this, this on, on there um yeah old guys just love walking around naked in the locker room they love just sitting there naked they love trying to have a conversation with you while they're naked and it's literally just like Dude, at least just put some underwear on or don't have to have a face-to-face conversation with me while your fucking shriveled up dick 
is just Whoa. staring like it's it's disgusting. I, I don't know at what age you get that you decide being naked at all times in the yeah. locker room is a good idea. I'm totally with this. And like I'm so I experience this all the time to where they're always in the fucking tiny ass locker area I'm trying to go to. I'm like, Jesus Christ, okay, I'm not gonna fucking shimmy by this guy's bare naked ass, you know, in between the stool and the locker. So then all of a sudden you're just pacing around the locker room. You you know, you weigh yourself three or four times, piss, think about taking a dip in the pool until the old guy hanging brain is just out of the fucking picture. <laughs> it's so true. I like they're everywhere too. You have to like carefully navigate yourself throughout the locker room to avoid them. Have you ever been to a sauna? God, I just had like a nightmare fucking memory, uh, like a hot spring. Sorry. Have you ever been to a hot spring where everyone's just kind of naked and like getting into the hot spring? I Jesus Christ, I did this in Japan and now I'm starting to realize now that I'm 26. I don't know why the fuck we were all naked. <laughs> I don't know either. Uh, fun fact, when I was in elementary school, I had to go to this thing called PSR once a week, which was like basically catholic school but it was only once a week and it was for an hour and my teacher got arrested mid-semester uh for being charged with molesting a child in uh, the ymca sauna um <laughs> and after that my parents still let me continue to go to psr come on yeah that's when you know um have you guys seen spotlight i'll never that's probably my favorite movie of all time uh it's fantastic it's about it's literally a like a picturization of uh the boston globe like finding out about how the catholic priests were hiding all these abusers in their culture watch this right fucking now you will if you literally you have to watch this today we'll post this on tuesday i've seen it it's a great film <sighs> why are all catholic priest or whatever it's just molesters i mean dude this is a culture that comes back since like 14 you know since before since 1400 like you imagine how long uh the church the catholic church has been there it's dude you have to watch this it is monday night i am telling you right now you will watch this what was the last thing i recommended to you the vow did you end up finishing that was that like kind of like petered out but it was unreal yeah i got to like episode six but um wow yeah, that shit is nuts. Crazy, and that's a documentary. You gotta watch Spotlight. It's not unreal. Real quick, the vow. It's like these girls are so brainwashed that even when they get told that they're in a cult, they almost like don't even care. They're it's like, they're like in love with this holy dude who's the smartest man in the world, and they're just they just don't give a fuck. They weigh ninety pounds. They call him master. It's fucked up, dude. Yeah. Uh, I thought Brennan had something. The facial hair threw me off. Um, okay, so we have got three minutes and change here. Let's get a little vulnerable. I saw this get added late. I'm addicted to the jewel. Mm -hmm. I have not had a cigarette in 25 days. Nicotine gum. How about that? Really? Yes. Proud that, of that you. might be a shock to everybody. I love me a good heater. But <laughs> I literally have not even had a craving lately. Um, trust me we know you love a good heater <laughs> but dude someone left their jewel here and i was like all right i'll hit it a few times and now i'm just so addicted i'm like trying not to bring it to work because 
you know, once you have it on you at all times, you're fucked. It gets you. And throughout all my years in college and after college, even high school, I've never been addicted or really even enjoyed it that much. But well, here did I you am. Really, uh, so that's what I'm saying. Let's get vulnerable here. I was addicted to cigarettes for Jesus Christ, you know, seven or eight years. And now I, nicotine gum is helping me. Brandon, you were able to quit like you were addicted hardcore to dip, I think, in high school. And then you were able to quit. Yeah, I can't believe I was ever addicted to dip. But right. um, yeah, I was. I don't know. I just like got to college and I was like, this is how kind I of dumb. and then I flipped to the Peter life. <laughs> yeah. I was able to quit, I guess, pretty easily. Like it kind of sucked, but well, that's why I was wondering Austin. So did you kind of like, I don't think you've ever been addicted to something, but you're a dipper. Did, were you stopping that? Is that why you kind of got drawn to the jewel? I mean, I dip occasionally like it goes in and out, nothing like crazy. But no, I've never really been addicted to anything. And then, but here I am, addicted to the jewel. Also, in high school, when Brennan was dipping and we drive in his little Mitsubishi, whatever, clips, the goat car, yeah. he would ten. literally, I'm not exaggerating, have like 50 water bottles all <laughs> over the car of like used bitter. Dip, dip was a crazy time, dude. It was everyone did it class and it was like uh, dipping class would make the 40 minute class go by so fast and everyone would have like, you know, a lemonade or something like or an orange juice to where you couldn't see what was in there and you're just casually fitting <laughs> in there as your teacher's like reading a book. Dylan, how about the box in your Lexus? Oh, my God, dude. High school, hot boxing, a car, you know, the sleepover life. Yeah, we were wild world men now. All right, we'll break. We'll get come back here with 60 seconds of tea with Jack D. And it's actually a minute 45. But we'll make it work. Next. Okay, part two, correct. Uh, wing it, episode 13, Brendan Duarte, Austin Platts. I'm Dylan Corbett. We appreciate you, the listener. Subscribe, rate, review. Again, we've got that $100 uh, Amazon gift card we are giving away best roast of one of us or the hosts we're looking forward to that I can't wait to be sobbing at the bottom of my shower reading these um, okay so we've got 60 seconds with 60 seconds of tea with Jack T I'm sorry um, and the expectations Jack's freaking out a little bit the expectations are low we have not checked this out yet um, so we're going to play it for ourselves live. Here's what we're going to do is we are going to just play it. Listen, we're going to react to basically listening to it live. And then for the visual audience, we will uh, clip it up and, and give, end. give just, just to set the expectation. This is a segment from our friend. Many listeners know Jack Duncan really just giving us tea about celebrity gossip that happened throughout the week. Yes, exactly. So touching on all the good stuff. Trying to think what we haven't gotten to. A couple of topics here. People sleeping on Twitter. That's a good one. This is people sleeping on Twitter stock. How about that? To the moon. To the moon. Core trades coming up. That's like it yet. Um, okay, let's get into it. Here we are. This is 60 Seconds of Tea with Jack D. What's going on, everyone? This is 60 Seconds of Tea with Jack D, your number one source for news and gossip. Soon to be brought to you by Love's Truck Stops. Let's get in. <laughs> Dustin Diamond, aka Screech from the hit. Yeah, this is crazy. Bill, tragically passed away this morning from lung cancer. R.I.P. What a classic show to watch in the morning before the bus. 
Netflix already has a movie in the works about the Redditors who made the GameStop stock market price soar last week. That's nuts. That being said, hold the line. Doge to the moon. (laughs) Bryce Hall has finally responded to Dave Portnoy's numerous attempts to reach out about their ongoing social media feud. Look for that soon on their podcast, BFFs, to mend that friendship. Sounds like a huge payday to me. Speaking of BFFs, Josh Richards has turned 19 over the weekend. Logan Paul wow. and Floyd Mayweather fight has been postponed due to COVID. What the hell is that? Listeners, Mariah Carey's sister is suing her for emotional distress and upwards of $2 million. For our even older listeners, legendary singer Tony Bennett has been diagnosed with Alzheimer's. This really hits home. Okay, let's dissect some of this. That's some good stuff. Um, 60 Seconds of Tea with Jack D. That was fantastic. That was hysterical. Uh, I, the crinkling of paper. Uh, I, I think we'll, we'll, we'll workshop, but that was actually kind of a funny touch. Um, okay, feast upon it. There's so much stuff there. Uh, fire away, you guys. Dude, spitting shit left and right. He's coming with facts here, facts there. I was sad to see about Tony Bennett. I can't imagine going through Alzheimer's. I have not, you know, I don't think our parents are in that age where we get close to, but I can't even imagine what that's going to be like. It's kind of just crazy to think of like, you know, God, I feel like so many famous people have passed away this year. You know, Larry King, uh, you know, Tony Bennett's still with us. But, you know, these guys are getting old and it's just it's crazy to think about how much we've grown up. The Jeopardy yeah. dude. Oh, my God. Alex Trebek. Yeah. So maybe not get so deep. Um, what back was- to the Bryce Hall, Dave Portnoy thing. I love Dave Portnoy. I hate Bryce Hall. I'm a yeah. big avid i think we're all three of us are avid tiktok watchers sure you guys like bryce hall i think he's a huge douchebag no i think he's a loser um josh richards is kind of cool oh Uh, yeah i love i love josh richards yeah he's cool it's it is funny because like yeah you know we say dave portnoy is our idol and like i want to be him i don't know if i want to be messing around with 19 year olds like i know it's good for his it's funny for his brand like i'm in on the joke but it's like Jeez, I, he's committed to it, you know. Shit, he's gained fucking you know three hundred thousand followers this week since you know him and uh, Wall Street Bets got together. Think about right. all the millions of younger people that had no clue who he was, and now everybody That's knows him. About you know, uh, what the fuck are those guys watching? They have they have like a lot of like decent guests on too, and they just tell them to spit it. Is that new chick? Uh, did they just hire her? Brianna chicken fry. I like what it looks like. They like just pivoted almost to like add her as a host somehow. She like kind of became famous on TikTok for being like the college, you know, drunk girl or whatever. And he just DM'd her on TikTok was like, Hey, I have a job waiting for you if you want it. And she's like, on my way. Interesting. Um, Is it oh, over? Is that it? No, I paused it. Sorry. We had to dive okay. in there. Uh, let's keep it going. Let's hope it's uh Let's see. I got to scroll here. What how much do you think we got there? Um, Probably like 30 seconds. All right. Let's see here. Has turned 19 over the weekend. Sweet. Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather fight yeah, has been postponed due to COVID. That was whack. For our older listeners, Mariah Carey's sister is suing her for emotional distress and upwards of $2 million. For our even older what? listeners, legendary singer Tony Bennett has been diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Uh, this really hit Now we're hard. here. Now we're here. Marilyn Manson is under fire for six sexual assault allegations, but that really should not surprise anyone. Just take one look at that guy. Jed Wyatt is slamming the Bachelor franchise, saying that they manipulated him and making him think he cheated on Hannah Brown. 
the Bachelorette on his season. So that really makes you think, is the Bachelor that we're all currently watching, that we all know the Tion of Mizzou's very own, <laughs> are they getting slandered too? I'll let you digest that tea on your own. <laughs> Lastly, rumor has it the weekend will be bringing a special guest out at the halftime show. A source tells Ooh. me to look out for a little miss Ariana Grande. That's all the time we have this week. And that's the tea. See you next week on tea with Jack D. That was fucking fire, dude. He killed it. And again, we'll, uh, we'll post this for the listening audience. We'll clip it up too. Uh, he is in full Hawaiian mode gear. He has got baseball Oakley sunglasses, uh, and he looks like Jonah Hill. I love it. It's perfect. That was amazing. He was texting us like, I don't think I did very well. It's hard to say it all. Like, Dude, you know how much shit I just learned? Yeah, I, I really I really think he he nailed that. I, I didn't know. What was some stuff there from part two that's interesting? Yeah, Logan Paul had that postponed. I don't know why that was going on. Um, Floyd Mayweather is like minus 3,000 or something. <laughs> He's 50, like 50 and 0 or 51 and 0 the day Logan Paul beats Floyd Mayweather. Paul doesn't have a win as a professional boxer. Uh, Jake Paul has that fight against Ben Asker and Ben Asker. And uh, this is probably smart for him. It's a payday for him. He. He's trying to change the narrative. He was the guy that Jorge Masvidal knocked out with that flying knee and like the fastest UFC knockout ever. You see that knockout everywhere. Uh, so he's coming back for a payday. Jake, I mean, Jake Paul's crazy. Like he's, uh, I don't know what to make of this. He's, he's trying to fight McGregor. McGregor just took a shot by getting clipped by Poirier. I don't know, but good stuff. Again, that's 60 seconds of tea with Jack T and he did add the teacup indeed at the end there. So we'll post that up. That's good stuff. That's fire. I'm pumped. We have that every week. It's like yes. my celebrity news outlet. Looking forward to that. Okay, I assume this is Brendan. People sleep on Twitter. Explain. Yeah, I mean, as far as Twitter goes, I feel like it's my favorite social media app. I check it every day. As a matter of fact, you know how on iPhone you get to choose like four apps at the bottom that like as you scroll oh, through your, your screen. Your doc, yeah. Yeah, your, your doc. Yeah. Twitter has been on my dock for the past like ever since I got an iPhone. That That's how much I use it. All right, wait. This is a funny segment. Go through the rest of your dock, and we'll go in order here. Uh, mine from left to right uh, is text messages. Then of course, of course. the phone. Okay, all three of us are in the same boat there, Austin. Okay. Text, text messages is my first. What second? How about Jeez. Twitter is second. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> So All my right. phone, like phone calling people is second. And then I have Twitter and then I have Apple music because I'm a musical genius. Of course. Yes. Uh, Austin, finish out your row. Mine's messages, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. <laughs> Savage. Uh, wow. I feel old. I've got text messages, phone, group me. Come on. Me. I feel like that's a little bit outdated. I don't know. It's falling off. Yeah, I have the mail as my last one, dude. When the, was the last time you used GroupMe, bro? I, I'm still in some fire chats. Uh, I'm still in our high school chat. I've got a college chat, basically the same. But yeah, it has died off a little bit. How about mail? Mail. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. That's standard. Yeah. Oh god. Um, but back to the Twitter thing is. 
you'll find the funniest stuff on Twitter because people, I don't know how the fuck they think of the, these responses to these, these videos and these tweets, but you can tell like when it's funny, it's funny because it'll, it'll go viral. Do you guys, sorry, Brendan. I I was going to say typically anything you see on Instagram, that's funny was posted on Twitter three days prior. 100%. Yeah, it, it is interesting. It, do you guys know what Twitter stock price is? If you had to guess, what would you think? No, I don't know. I mean, it's all relative to how many shares they have, but well, Facebook, I think 124 kind of. Yeah. Uh, so I think Twitter dipped all the way down to 20 during uh, when everyone got crushed in March. And uh, I made a call on it a couple of weeks ago. We're at 51. Uh, in the options game. No, I, I call calls. Uh, and so I was kind of, thinking because like i look and i'm like okay i think this this stock is going to hit this price like i think twitter is going to hit 60 um so that's basically what options is right it's like a parlay that if it looks better and better you can sell out of and someone picks it up so that's what you ended up doing austin yeah yeah you pick a date basically and if it's you pick a price and a date if it's below that price on that date you lose all your money but if it's above it, you basically pay less for the stock. It's confusing, but you make yeah. a shit ton off of it. Right. That's how you really kind of make the money. Um, that's interesting. I've just been kind of playing it safe for now and it's uh, been money. Kind of on that note. So I went to a mall um, to get fitted for Matthew Weiss's uh, wedding coming up in Portland. Yes. And Tifa headquarters. What? Um, no, but we are going to Portland. Um, so I got fitted. This mall was fucking packed, bro. You know, like I always think St. Louis shout out that uh, the Chesterfield Mall is like, is that still around? Is that dead? Is it dying? No, uh, that's actually like a ghost town now. Sorry to cut you off, but someone no, was showing sure. a video this past weekend. They converted the Chesterfield Mall to pickleball courts on the inside. Mm-hmm. There was like a massive pickleball tournament going on. Wait, that's fire. Yeah. Dude, pickleball's in right now. Lexi Gorman always plays with her family, and my boss is telling me that his sister is like a pickleball coach. Dude, pickleball's like, yeah, pickleball's gas. Is it a lot like racquetball? Have you guys ever played squash? Squash is fire, too. Or I think I'm talking about racquetball. Um, We played pickleball in middle school. It's like ping pong on the ground, sort of, like tennis on right. hard. Yeah. With those uh, paddles. Yeah, yeah, it's like uh, bigger ping pong. But yeah, I went to this mall and I was just like, shit, it had been so what, uh, so long since I had been in the mall. Place was fucking packed, dude. I couldn't believe it. I went to almost pay my respects to Express Men uh, or Trivalgo. Fago, what's happening there? Uh, I used to work at the mall back in uh, high school. Um, it was pretty cool because I would just go to the food court every day for lunch and like places weren't open past like what eight or nine p.m. So I never had to work late. I worked right. at Lids Locker Room, got a bunch of sweet discount sports apparel. Wait a second. Remember how in high school we used to think that was it's crazy how um late, like if you were working a Friday until eight or nine, you were like, Oh my god, my night's over. I'm missing out on the party. College, it's like, okay, I've got till eleven thirty before shit goes off. Um I missed that. Uh, okay, wait a second. How did you get flexed on so hard at the YMCA as we wrap up winging it episode 13? So me and Drew work out together and we're we're on the rope. You know, you pull the rope or whatever. 
And this guy next to us is like, hey, hey, you guys can use my rope. You know, I'm done. You guys can both go at the same time. I'm like, oh, dude, thanks. He's like kind of our size, maybe a little bigger. And we look and the thing is at the very bottom weight, the heaviest it goes. And the guy just walks off and me and Drew look at each other and we're like, did we just get flexed on? (laughs) That was a heady play by that guy. How uh, with the rope thing? So you're doing a little tricep push down. Yeah. Or it was like tricep pulls. Or- oh, uh, overhead extensions. Yeah. And I don't know. This dude was doing, I think he's doing a different exercise, but like he knew what he was doing. He knew we were going to see. Yeah. yeah. You can use this machine. That's a I very think- alpha move. If you can tell a girl is waiting to go after you before, right when you're done, you got to move it like four spots down on the weights. <laughs> What machine? Called? The the hip extension, the hip adductor, <laughs> booty builder. <laughs> the literal day a girl wants to use one of our machines at the uh, YMCA. <laughs> Good Lord, the well, you guys don't have hot girls there, but didn't you guys have your first hot girl there recently? Second hot girl, yeah, and it was like first twenty dudes. What first was the pregnant trainer? <laughs> No, but it was like 20 dudes in the pump room and then this one chick and she was just what? She was just in it lifting weights and we were, everybody was looking. Everybody knew what was going on. It was like a holiday. <laughs> Everyone's like what the fuck? Everyone's texting their YMCA buddies that have a membership got you won't fucking believe this. Four o'clock pump room. Get here. Pump room. Come on. You guys have like a YMCA group chat with all the creatures that go there. <laughs> together that talk to each other Dude. no but me and drew have made some friends but it's it's funny you're right you like you're looking around like you know these people you never talk to them but you see them all the time you kind of give them the eyes you're like you seen what i'm seeing and they're like i'm seeing it man. <laughs> uh, i lost my train of thought <laughs> great way to end it um appreciate your guys time as always brendan duarte austin platts i'm dylan corbett we look forward to uh forward to seeing the best instagram comment of roasting us one of the hosts uh hundred dollars to amazon yes you can pick out whatever the fuck you want i will get an amazon gift card you gotta make us weak you gotta make us weak i gotta be laughing we gotta be laughing at your roast of us that'll be on instagram we'll clip it up uh appreciate jack d uh i uh Brendan, sorry, you fooled me there. What do you got? I was going to say, when are we deciding a winner? How long are we? Are we given like 24 hours after we post it or what? I would say we announce it next uh, episode. That'd probably be a good time. So um, this time next week, it'll be uh, after Super Bowl Sunday. We'll post on a Tuesday. Um, yeah, so follow us on Instagram. That is something you need. And then uh, roast us in the comment section. What's a good clip idea? We usually uh, off mic this, but what do you got, Austin? Well, we gotta we gotta put T with Jack D up there. Um, are we allowing multiple comments? Yeah, sure. I say why not? Yeah, as many yeah, as we want. appreciate the uh, again rate, subscribe, review. This is another way to kind of send this Instagram over the top, blow it up with comments. We'll kind of you know we'll pick out the funniest part, <laughs> the funniest part from this podcast. I always love listening to it the next day and then. Uh, see what was good. Brendan Duarte, a.k.a. Dwight K. Schrute with a goatee. The sex stash. Austin Platts, soon to be a Dallas resident. I'm Dylan Corbett. We'll talk to you next week. Peace.